What up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by our good friends from Hy-Vee and Toyson Ford. Kind of question whether you were on vacay. I don't see a tan, really, on you. Not well, too much. Well, I'll tell you what, El Capitano. Do you put suntan lotion on? Man, I put... Emily got this stuff. She doesn't... Like, she's very... Um, she's not earthy. What's the word I want to look for? She's very... It, it's got to be, like, natural stuff and things oh. like that. So I got this sunscreen, and it had all this zinc and stuff in it. So you're kind of like Aaron Rodgers and his ex, Shailene, you know, kind of. That's what you guys should do for Halloween. Oh, com- you can't compare me to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I use I, I still like the guy, but I don't love him like I did. But he's a little out there. But anyway, On, on the put, field, as a player. Yeah, I put yeah. this stuff on, man, and I looked like a sheet out there. It, it's just white. But anyway, I didn't put it on one day, and I turned into a lobster. So, yeah, yeah. like I actually, if I... If you want, I could take my sweatshirt no, and my fine. shirt off. And this is a family program. We don't need to see okay. that. Yeah, we don't need to see that. Halloween's over, Wes. <laughs> oh, oh, good gravy! But uh, welcome back. Great to be back, El Capitano. Yeah. Great to be back. I did listen to the program yeah. while I was uh, down in a different in the Dominic- country. Yep. Down so in the our Dominic- numbers are going to probably pop up for worldwide listens, international listens. Yeah, you should pop off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> pop off or pop up. Both. Okay. Show should pop off now. <laughs> I've laid the groundwork for more listeners down in the Dominican. Did you? I yeah. should have sent you with some swag stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. What the hell were you? Why weren't you thinking about that earlier? I wasn't thinking. Well, Dan, next you're time, asking me to think. Next time you go to like Germany or something, let me know. I will. And I'll get you some. Uh, I'll get you some. I got some. I made some like uh, their business cards, but I tried to make them like a sports card. So they got Ooh. a QR code. Scan it and like all the podcasts and all that stuff. Oh, but that's so, cool. See, we're getting up to You're date. You're pretty techy, tech savvy. I try. You do a fine job. I try. So, uh, well, I think the last time I talked to you, would it have been we tried after some that beer. Pittsburgh game? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And really wasn't a good game to talk about. No, we've been on a run, Dan. And you left the country, and it's like Green Bay realized that. And now here we are, half a game out of a playoff spot. Yeah, I should have kept my ass in the Dominican. Should two and all with with me watching in Spanish. I know. Well, you know what? On Sunday night, go find uh, like uh, do they have a Telemundo one for for NBC? <laughs> they might. Yeah, they did. They didn't. They did in the Dominican. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, okay. So how a couple weeks change? Improvement. Ah, can I can I bring it up right away? Absolutely. I don't know what you're bringing up, but bring it up. <laughs> is Joe Barry making you eat a little God crow? damn it. <laughs> I still can't stand his system, but fuck, the defense has been playing amazing. Rashawn Gary has been yeah. just an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you, what do you have, three sacks last three week? Three sacks, two forced fumbles. Yep, uh, recovered there. one of them. Yep. Yeah, what an animal. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's talked talked enough about, but yeah, the defense. <laughs> and to be short man like that, you know, Jair on the shelf, they trade away Rashawn, or uh, 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 Rasul, Rasul Douglas, and boy, they they're playing, they're they're balling. I mean, yeah. Ben don't break. They're forcing turnovers the last couple of games. That's been nice to see. So that uh, I think that Lions game was the epitome of what we wanted to see, right? Because thirty three total, thirty three pressures on Jared Goff, over half his dropbacks, he was pressured on, on on over half, and that's I think I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think that's what the majority of fans wanted to see, right? Absolutely, was, was that pressure? That's what we need to see. The the best. The best help to a secondary is constant pressure, right? And mm-hmm. 
they were after him all day. And Amon Ross St. Brown, I was, you know, with def- with Jair out and being banged up, I was waiting for him to pop off for 200 yards, and he, yeah. they, they held him under 100. Yeah, you know? especially so. when you've got Carrington Valentine and Corey Ballantine right. as your top two. Yep. And your safeties even, too, <laughs> were all backups. Yeah. They- Shout out to Jonathan Owens, though, for Mr. Yeah. Simone Biles for having a good there game. There you go. So Simone Biles. Yeah. Do you think right now, though, that if, if the season ended today, Joe Barry would be back? Get, take the personal feelings yep. away. Yep. Yeah. I think he will. I'll tell you what. I can't stand his scheme. But if the thing is, if the offense is moving the ball and the offense keeps the defense off the field a little bit, it seems to be working. And Complimentary football? Exactly. And no. that's going to be any defensive coordinator. Your defense gets gassed when they're on the field all game. You need your offense to sustain, sustain some drives, but – yeah, I mean, I'll eat crow. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll admit when I'm wrong, and I've he's proven the last couple of games. And even when they were losing, I mean, they, it's not like they were giving up 30 points. You know, the offense just wasn't scoring. Right. So I, I think, yep, I got to eat crow. I think I think he'll be back next year if he keeps this up. Mm-hmm. Six more games left to go here, and then you got the Chiefs. Which, but the Chiefs haven't been offensively the Chiefs that we've just kind of expected. You know, with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, it's been their defense has been really good. Yeah, but I'll be curious to see what his game plan is going to be to, because I think you neutralize Travis Kelsey, then you really limit that that Chiefs offense, even with Patrick Mahomes. That's at, at that's a big if. That's a test, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big boy that can run. Yeah, I mean, do you double team him and just yep force force Mahomes to go everywhere else? Yep. I would make him go to Rice. Yeah, you know MVS. No, no offense to MVS, but he can't catch him on a game winning. Yeah, yeah. I think Jair will be back. You know, for for that game. Yep. So, I, I I think that's the biggest little thing with with Barry. To, uh, you know, one of my complaints too is okay. Can you consistently do what you did against the the Lions? But it's almost the same thing from last year, where the last few weeks they started to play really well. And before the season started, he talked about everybody talks about yeah. We can't just like wait till the back end of the season to start playing well. We got to start out fast. Not I don't know what's going to happen these last next six weeks, but it's like. We follow the same path as last year a little a little bit. And I don't know how much do you really kind of, how do I want to say this, do you kind of handicap the, the first few weeks because of the offense? Can you? Should you? I think I don't you know. have to a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that the offense was god-awful the mm-hmm. first month of the season. And they've what I've liked the last the last month, even, even the Pittsburgh game, um, there's been – some progression out of the offense. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan Love is starting to see the defenses better. He's he's getting rid of the ball a little bit quicker. He still misses some throws. I mean, his. I I saw somebody complaining about him still under throwing Christian Watson on that first play. He took one step into a rush and threw the ball fifty-seven yards. It's not like he's got a noodle of an arm, right? But is he perfect on deep balls? No, no, nobody throws a deep ball like twelve did, right? So. But I think the offense has really complemented the defense, and the defense is stepping up. It's it's mm-hmm. fun to watch. It's watching this team. It reminds me quite a bit of what we saw out of Detroit last year. Yes. And hopefully we're not just out of the playoffs. We might be able to get in. Mm-hmm. And I've left my pin tweet, or my pin, I'll, I'll call it tweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because if it says Twitter.com, it's still Twitter, right? Yep. That's your stance. I'm, I'm, I can't, I, I'm surprised uh, Elon hasn't changed that yet, to be honest with you. Yeah, somebody's probably try, has X.com in their tra- trying that to That or it's probably blocked, on. not safe for work website, X.com. Well, that could be. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, I have a pinned tweet up there that said, 
Jordan Love will take them to the playoffs. I predicted nine wins. It didn't look like it at the beginning of the season. I was falling back off my statement, but I, I've tried to stick with it. I think mm-hmm. they're good enough to win nine games, but we'll see. Yeah, um, you know, I think, too, the, the whole Christian Watson thing, and I get it, and I understand the frustration part, too. But also, you know, because it's easy for a lot of people to compare Aaron Rodgers and that, him and Aaron and Jordy didn't have a connection right away. we we got to remember that. You yep. know, uh, him and Devontae didn't have a connection right away. You know, it, it, those took a f- – when was it when we maybe the Super Bowl in 10 – kind of started to see Rodgers and Nelson, but then that exploded, I would think, a couple years after. I mean, 14 was that really big season. Yeah. You know, from Jordy over there, where it felt like, and then Devontae, it was like the last couple of years, it's like that's where it really exploded, where there was that nonverbal, you know, communication part of it. And that's just because we've had, if we didn't have Aaron Rodgers, the Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers and those connections with the receivers, I honestly feel like the angst towards love would be, that leash would be a little bit longer. It's just because we're so used to seeing what Rodgers did with yep. those receivers. Yeah, and that's my frustration with Packer fans as a whole is they it, everybody wants everything immediately. And people, I just, it blows my mind how much we took for granted that as a fan base what Rodgers did, what Favre did, but especially what Rodgers did because he wasn't, he's not the norm, man. I mean, he's one mm-hmm. of the best to ever do it. That back shoulder throw that him and Nelson used to do, you don't see people doing that on the regular. No. And they lived on that. Or even Adams at the end. I still right. remember going to that, the last Vikings game for Rodgers and Adams a couple years ago. And I, uh, it was right in front of us, but because it was kind of by the tunnel over there. But Rodgers, you know, it was a play. Threw it before even Devontae, like, turned around and stopped. It was a back shoulder. It was a perfect back shoulder. And I just remember this group of Vikings fans sitting in front of us, and they just looked at each other and shook their head. Like, what do you do? You, you can't do anything about it. Like, it was perfect coverage. Yep. Rodgers threw it, and Devontae was still running, but it was that timing. Like, they, like they had it down, yep. and you can't do anything about it. That was a thing of beauty. Yeah, but that it, takes time, doesn't it? It takes time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. And will Love and Watson be there? I don't know. But I'll tell you what I like to see. Watson took a couple hits, mm-hmm. didn't get hurt, and it just shows if he's healthy and can play, that kid's got the sky's the limit on him. Man, mm-hmm. that, he is good. And the development of Wicks and the develop I mean, Dontavian Wicks, that guy, that kid can play. Yeah. And he wasn't even talked about, no. you know. Um, Malik Heath had a good game on yeah. against the Lions. It's like these young kids are starting to – it, they're starting to get a little and bit. We haven't even mentioned Jaden Reed. Hudson actually asked me yesterday, he's like, Dad, can I change my favorite player? And I said, <laughs> well, you don't have to have just one. You can have a couple. Now he wants Jaden Reed to be one of his favorite players. Perfect. And I, I, I'm I, glad to finally see Jaden Reed because I thought at the beginning of the year that would be a guy that you can utilize. Because everybody, you know, when the draft process, you look at him, he's like, oh, that looks like a typical slot. But anybody remember him at Michigan State? He played a lot outside. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I was like, okay, that's a guy you can move around. And I think we're finally seeing him being utilized in that role. Kind of like a Debo Samuel. Not as big as a Debo Samuel, but a guy that we saw, you know, in the Chargers game running the ball a lot on jet sweeps and that. Utilized in the slot, in the outside. So I just, I, I'm i excited about the growth that we're yep. seeing and the potential with all these youngsters growing together. I agree 100%, man. It's going to be going to be an interesting last six weeks you know they might take one on the chin this week they're playing the Chiefs but the Chiefs you know 11 games they've only scored 27 points three times is it is it is it safe to say that like I feel I still think the Chiefs are going to win but I feel better about the possibility 
of this game. Absolutely. You know, a few weeks ago, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a blowout. But now I actually feel a little bit better about it. I, you know, I will say I think the Chargers gifted us one. Mm-hmm. I think they gave us one. I'll, I'll admit that. But yeah. I'm, you never apologize for a win in the NFL. No. Uh, but that the defense held up again, and I would say the Chargers have more weapons and more to deal with on offense than the Chiefs do. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm optimistic. I mean, I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are probably going. They can. I think the Chiefs will probably win if I had to put my mortgage or my whole house or my 401k, bet my 401k, as G-Man says, yeah. I would probably go with Kansas City, but it would not surprise me at all if I th- yeah, Green Bay wins. Just I was just going to say it, it probably wouldn't surprise a lot of us maybe as it would have a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, at that point. Yep. And then you look at it after that, I mean, it's a winnable schedule coming up here. It really is. And that's you know, where I feel like December is such a huge month for, for Jordan Love. You know, just because of, I think, yes, you know, and I looked at the numbers for Favre and Rodgers and that, and they were great in December. But I think just to, being quarterback in Green Bay overall, you got to be really good in December. Yep. You know, and, and to be good team, to be a good team, to be a good franchise for years, you got to be really good in December. And I think he's got a shot to kick off his December on, on a good note. He does. And I think the last two games of the season are going to, they're, they're probably gonna, decide it, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to decide the the playoff race. I mean, mm-hmm. if if Green Bay doesn't revert and play like crap the next three weeks or so, but and like you said, you know, you want to start building your legacy. You can't lose to Minnesota and Chicago to end a season. Mm-hmm. Um, you got and especially when what Chicago's at home, I think, right? Uh, yep, at Lambeau. Yep, yep. yep. So we got to go on the road to Minnesota, which that'll be a hostile environment. Um, and you got Chicago at home. You, you, he, you got to win those. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's historically what we do with with uh, four you and twelve. Close out those right? games, right? Yep. So, um, you know, I wanted to. We were talking a little bit off the air too, not to to completely go away from uh, from from the Packers and, and loving that, but uh, uh, Rogers and you know, kind of just the situation going over there with with the Jets, and and some people are starting to, to chime in about it. You know, with Alan Lazard being a healthy and active on on the Black Friday game. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, offensive. I mean, the Jets catered a lot to to Rodgers this offseason, right? Just like I mean, the Packers did the last couple of years. Yes. Uh, so with what's going on with with the Jets, and I think it's safe to say, if Aaron's playing, it's a different story for the Jets, right? Absolutely. That they, they're probably in the postseason. They're in the run, but they're not, he's not. He's hurt, obviously. And you're seeing some of the other stuff kind of pop up. Does that maybe make? Some fans, you think, who were very upset about the Packers moving on from Rodgers, make it feel better, like, or does this kind of like showcase, hey, maybe he really did have the ha- the the franchise hamstrung a little bit, forcing the hand a little bit. That's a great question. I I don't know how to answer. It. I think the majority of uh, I don't want to say true fans, like like Packers fans, mm-hmm. I think they see that and can feel that. Uh, there's a lot of still Rodgers fans out there just like there was a lot of Favre fans that are going to still say that mm-hmm. the Packers screwed up but you know I I'm one that I'm on the f- side of the fence that the Packers you know it was time to move on and I hated to see him go but if you think about it if Rodgers if they would have worked it out and Rodgers stayed we wouldn't see the development of of Wicks and Reed and Watson because we'd still have Cobb and Lazard running around out there like you mm-hmm. know so I think he did ha- hamstring the the Packers a little bit because he wants it his ways, diva-ish that way, and it's it's sad to see because if he would have just played with his abilities and played within the system, maybe exactly. a little bit, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, Love's driving on it. Mm-hmm. And, or and I think that's where a lot of, I, at least I was excited, and it kind of goes back to the whole thing about we're going to see Lafleur's offense. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, we're seeing growth from Lafleur. Just, I think, you know, there's a lot of criticism, and, and I was one of them, too, about the style of offense. It looked crappy, looked unimaginable, you know, not creative. Kurt Benker talked about it. Yep. I honestly feel like maybe Lafleur's grown now, too, because he's kind of adapting and realizing what they have and starting to fit and find roles for these different guys to step up. Yeah, and he's doing it without his best offensive weapon in 33, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so let's let's see what happens if we can get him back healthy. But, yeah, I, I think uh, – and, and Rodgers, if he comes back, that just shows how stupid he is and how stupid the Jets are, mm-hmm. in my opinion. This year, if he comes yeah, back this year. if he year. comes back this year. Yeah. You know, so you were talking what? I, I thought it might be as soon as the – next week but you were saying the 24th they're targeting yeah now? that's kind of the latest one now out there because there was some talk he could practice this week but i haven't seen that yet so at why why if you're out of it what's what's the point that somebody needs to be fired at that point like yeah. a lot of people need to be fired at that point yeah and you touched on it off air i mean he's gonna be 40 yep he doesn't get rid of the ball quick never uh the offensive line is shit and he's got an Achilles injury that he would be it would be a breakthrough procedure coming back that quick. Yeah. That's setting up for a gruesome you hate to say it, but it's gonna happen. You know the commanders or whoever's gonna play him are gonna go after that. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're gonna go and target that. Mm-hmm. You hate to think that, but come on. It's yep. gonna happen. One or- hit and you're going to be holding your breath the whole time you're on the sidelines. And how many times did you – because you know he's not going to be at full speed now. Yeah. So he's not going to be able to be as mobile as he normally was. Right. And Dance around in the pocket and all avoid that. It's just like you're literally having a statue back there. Yep. And for if, if he was like a Tom Brady where he would get it out quick, okay, maybe. But we know that he, I can't see the guy changing after 19, 20 years. All of a sudden, like, yeah, I'll get it out quicker now. Yeah, no, he likes to <laughs> – Hold that ball and see the whole defense and and beat. Try you to that. make I mean, a big play, and that's what he did. That's what right. he, that's what he thrived at. And yeah, it it just it it's a recipe for disaster. And hey, I'm. It's not like when Favre, because even when Favre went to the Jets, I cheered for Favre. Mm-hmm. Um, when he went over to over the river, then he was like yep. enemy number one. So I want to see Rodgers do good. I really do, but not this year because I want a better draft pick. Yeah. Um, but you'd hate to see him put himself in harm's way like that. That just that is stupid, and it should roll if they allow it to happen. Yeah. I just I was thinking about this earlier this week too, and and to be fair, I know Rodgers kind of had his back earlier on, but in the last couple of years. You know, it was those pressers where there was the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, he'd kind of say something like, oh, what does he mean by that? You know, is he calling out somebody? Cryptic subtle, stuff. Cryptic yeah. stuff. And, if, like, I'm, I'm referring to the end of the McCarthy era. Yep. You, you know, and, and, and Rogers, and I remember there was, you know, early 2000s, or was it like 14, 15, or 16, he had McCarthy's back. But then towards the last couple of years, you're kind of like, okay, he's calling out the offense. Yet, with what's going on with the Jets, Nathaniel Hackett's the best coach he's ever had. You know yeah, his favorite right. coach and 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 all that crap and 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 whatever. And yet again, I know the offense would be a whole lot different with Rodgers in there. But I mean, I just think this goes to show that I think the Packers and Goody were right. You know they might have a little bit of a down year this year, but I mean last year they're eight nine for crying out loud. Yep. And I think this is maybe an example. You know, it, we always I feel like every few years we have this question. Superstar or team, player or team, do you allow your superstar to have say in decisions? 
you know, that sort of stuff. And right now, you, you, I mean, you take that player out, you look at what the Jets did to cater him, and apparently he feels bad, and that's why he wants to come back and play because he knows they cater to him. I just, <laughs> I think this is another example of why you don't necessarily let the player have a lot of say in, in a lot of these decisions. Yeah, right, especially especially when they're creeping up on 40, mm-hmm. you know. Tom Brady didn't go and ask for a bunch of say. You know what, I, I couldn't... I, I never hated Tom Brady. I just, I just hated the how the Patriots always won. Yeah. And it was jealousy, right? It was. It was jealous. That's why I didn't like Jordan as a kid. Yep. Because I mean, it was it, they won all the time. Yep. But it was honestly like later on, like I'm like, you know what? I'm never probably going to see this again when it came to Brady and that. You know, a guy winning that much, and I still don't think we will. No. And, and because, you know, in order to do it, and right now the Chiefs are feeling the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when Rodgers won his Super Bowl, got his record-breaking contract, well, now you're hands, hands-strung, you know, and he deserved that. Mm-hmm. He deserved that contract, but now the organization can't put the pieces around him. Same thing is going on with Kansas City right now. Mahomes has won his Super Bowls. He's um, one of the top-paid quarterbacks, the majority of their salary. They can't afford to put everything around him. So he's got his one-man band, Travis Kelsey. And then some some little pieces around him, just like Rodgers had Nelson, some pieces around him. Then he had Adams and pieces around him. So the Chiefs can't, they don't have a full cupboard. Um, Green Bay dealt with that. and but, but Tom Brady, he never tried to tell them, oh, I need this guy or I need that guy. He just played with who was there. He took a lower salary because he wanted to win. And that's the thing, too, with Tampa. Not to downplay it, but he did go into a really good situation. You know, Mike Evans was there. Chris Godwin. Yeah. Gronk came there. Gronk came back, and I mean that's not. I mean that's that's not catering. Right. That's yeah. a stud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you know, he was still playing at a high level. Too. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't asking for you know a washed up Randall Cobb or a right. Alan Lazard. You know. Right. He was getting the real. Troy Brown wasn't asking to come back out of retirement and play right. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> you know, Troy, Troy Brown, this man, he was a switchblade. Yeah. I just, you know, I just. Swiss Army knife, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, you know, this is what happens, right? When when you cater, I think. I mean, sometimes maybe it works, but God, if you're. Like, I don't think anybody's going to be fired for, from the Jets because they did so much to, to cater around 12. You know, and 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 yeah, the, coaches, players, all around them, every everything. I mean, I just I, I don't. I mean, it, it's too late in his career to say is this a wake up call for him about you know decision making and all that. But watch him go like Brady and play five more years for the Jets and win a couple a couple Super Bowls and well, they need more talent than that. So, but that's you know, and here's the other thing too. I'll say, you look at the Jets and it's like I still feel like they should be better. Yeah, with Brees Hall and Wilson on the offense, their defense is pretty solid. I, I honestly feel like it, if you had maybe a better offensive staff or support, you know, that offense still has guys you can get the ball to and make some plays. They do. the The biggest problem is their offensive line is garbage. Yeah, and then Zach and that's the Wilson. fault of the GM. Absolutely. You know, I'll go back. I'm I'm gonna call him up, but. Off season when McAfee was going off that how great of a GM Joe Douglas was and Goody was an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, who's done the better job right now? Goody's built it. He's built a solid squad, man. Yeah. You can't deny it. I mean, if you're gonna bring in your quarterback who's gonna be forty, that you know is again holds on to the ball. Why the hell would you not invest in an offensive line? Like, why would you give forty four million dollars to Alan Lazard? 
and not invest in your offensive line? I don't understand. Oh, because you catered to your quarterback. Number 12, 44 million to Lazard. Can yeah. you believe that? 44 million. My And goodness. he got a healthy and active already in his first season. Just a little over halfway. That's just like crazy. I like Alan Lazard, but I mean, come on now. That's that's bad. That is that's bad. That's really bad. You know, I was really hoping that we'd see Tim Boyle light it up. Mm-hmm. I like Tim Boyle, but boy, it sounds was... like the Packers media really liked him too during his time during with Green Bay. Yeah, he. Uh, but boy, he's he's terrible. Yeah, Garrett Wilson. God, they are bad. Yeah, I. Just... But yeah, I mean, why would you not? Invest. I mean, if you're bringing in Aaron Rodgers and he takes a huge pay cut, put somebody in front of him that'll keep him upright. But. Mm-hmm. So my question now too is, okay, if you're the Jets, you have a top five pick in the first round. Do you draft a quarterback? <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be awesome? You you almost have to. I mean, because you get look, you've got Aaron Rodgers and you're playing to win Super Bowls, right? So this is going to be the, probably their last shot in the next couple of years to have a high first-round pick. That's a great question because they very well. Because mm-hmm. hmm. they're top ten right now. Yep. If Caleb Williams is there for some reason, uh, Drake May or, you know, whatever, how do you uh, how do you bypass one of those guys? I bet they talk to Aaron first. I bet, and I <laughs> bet you they do. If you're asking me right now, I think they bypass on a quarterback. Oh, that would be stupid. And that would set them back even more. That would be dumb. Yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. Would they would they cop out and trade out of that first spot? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's a tough spot. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was thinking about that when I saw the latest draft. Like, God, Ooh. that's a great question. Ooh. I haven't even thought of that. That's a phenomenal question, yeah. El Capitano. You need to bring that up on air this mm-hmm. week. Because Jets aren't trading Rodgers. No. You, first of all, they can't. <laughs> Money-wise, the cap ain't going to happen. Yep. They're not so the whole wall, the Vikings and all that ain't happening. That 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 he's not playing for Minnesota in twenty twenty four. No, I, I you know what? I don't think Minnesota's stupid enough to go after a forty year old quarterback coming off of Achilles. Mm-hmm. I they got their own quarterback coming off of an Achilles that's a little bit younger. Yeah. That they really like. So yeah, that's not happening. Wow. But that'll God, be fun to watch. See what you they know pick. what? There's that drama that I don't miss. I don't miss season drama. I, I don't miss. I don't miss the drama waiting for Tuesday. I enjoyed watching Rodgers on Tuesdays, but it, you were always like, what's he going to say? Yeah, Just, you're holding you know, your breath a yep. little bit there, you know. But, you know, speaking of the draft, before I, I got a couple other things I want to hit up with you okay. before we go here. Braylon Allen's going to the draft. I saw that. It's I gonna heard be that 20, yesterday. It's going to yep. be 20 in January. I think he's one of the most intriguing prospects. I saw some people already saying he's a top 100, and I think he could climb. Mel Kuyper has him number 10. For running backs. Number 10 for running backs. Yes. So, to me, where I think he's intriguing is because of his age and the position he plays. He's got wear and tear, obviously, playing in Wisconsin for three years. But the guy's still going to only be 20 for a position that I think we've seen a lot of teams, quote, devalue. Yep. But is he worth it to draft a little bit earlier because you know you're getting him a little bit younger? That, that to me, is going to be intriguing to kind of see where teams rank him. He's a bigger running back. Like uh, Derrick Henry, you know, A.J. Dillon sort of thing. I could see Tennessee drafting him. Yeah. But he's younger. Yep. So that, to me, is the intriguing part of it all. And I'm just saying, hey, Green Bay might need a new running back. Yeah, I don't know. I want Aaron Jones. I just I don't know if they'll be able to with with the money situation. Yeah. 
it'll be and interesting. And I'm sure to see. this whole injury plague season is going to factor into it too, because yeah. now you're going to have the people saying, "Well, he hit the wall." Is is Dylan up for a contract this yep. year? Yeah. So if they let if they let Dylan go, because they're not going to overpay for Dylan. No. I could see him going as a complimentary back. Because I mean, I don't think Braylon Allen's going to come into. Let's just say that Green Bay did draft him. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be a three-down back for you. I no. think he's going to play kind of an A.J. Dillon role. The reason I said oh, I could see Tennessee drafting him is because why wouldn't you want to groom him behind Henry? Because Henry's going to be mm-hmm. – I mean, he's already starting to fall off. And I think if you keep Dillon, you don't want another guy that's like that. No. You need that other Aaron Jones type of back. Scat back type. Scat back, yep. But Braylon Allen, I mean, he's shown this year that he's got some hands. He can catch mm-hmm. the ball. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I I think he'll probably go in – my guess is he's like a third-round guy. I think so, too. Uh, maybe back in second, second round there. Yeah. Something and his there. age might move him I, up the draft. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm curious with that age thing. I, that's where I'm really curious about with the age. Does that move the meter for some teams? Yeah. Maybe not all, but for well, It's for like some. Kenny Clark came out really young. Yeah. Tom he's Mahali still like in his Chiefs. late 20s or something like that. Like he's been around almost seems like 10 years. Yep. But he's still like late 20s. Yeah, I think wasn't Kenny Clark nineteen when we drafted him? He was young, twenty or so. He yeah, he was playing and he wasn't twenty one. Right, I know that. So, yeah. uh, and then the Brewers. Did you see that news about Jackson Cheerio? I did not. So, kind of a they're kind bringing of, him up. Well, possibly no. So he hasn't played Triple A yet. Right, but there's a report from Ken Rosenthal from the Athletic that they're talking about. Him signing already an extension, a record-setting extension. Uh, some numbers being floated out there. I've seen like six years, fifty million somewhere around there, for for a guy who hasn't played yet. Oh, but some of the uh, from from Adam McCalvey from from Brewers.com, as he noted, some of the one of the biggest things. Let me bring up uh, what he actually said from from the article too, was that. This could have some like offset stuff where it pretty much guarantees he's going to be on the opening day roster. Yeah, he said, Adam McCalvey, uh, from the story, if he agrees to a deal, it would remove service time as a consideration for the Brewers in their decision on when to promote him and likely ensure his place in their opening day lineup. Wow. Um, that would also, as some speculation out there, could signal what the plans would be for this offseason. Corbin Burns, Willie Adamas, do they start the youth movement right away? Who? That'll be that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, wow. So yeah, does, when did that break? I haven't I hadn't heard. Yesterday that. afternoon. Okay. Uh, so Tuesday afternoon. Now there are teams that have done this before. So like uh, uh, Jimenez from the White Sox. Yep. Uh, was six years, forty three. Oh, well, maybe this is the the numbers I was thinking of. Lewis Robert for, from the White Sox too. Yep. Uh, six years, fifty million. Well, it was over there too. So, we know the Brewers have always looked for bargains. Mm-hmm. Aaron Ashby, Freddie Peralta, they've done that. But for a guy who hasn't played Triple A yet, guy that everybody wants to see is excited to see, locking him up right away. Smart, bold, risky. Well, from everything I've heard and read, Jackson Cheerio is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I stashed him a year ago on my dynasty fantasy baseball team, so I was I was hoping last year, but the the Brewers were in it the whole time, you know, so yep. they they never needed to bring up anyone. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's if, if he does, we're that... talking MLB fifty million. What really is that? I right. mean, right. The 
risk-reward, I think the reward is much bigger than the risk in that mm-hmm. in that scenario. To me, too, the other part in this, and maybe I'm overthinking it. Okay, say it's six years, $50 million. We'll just use that yep. as, as a base. The purpose of that, to me, would be you're trying to take advantage of the rookie quarterback. Yep. You're trying to take advantage of a younger player, a really good younger player, but you're not paying him a lot. So if you do that, okay, I understand, you know, bringing up some of the younger guys, but that time frame should still be that, – that window should be pretty small because if, if the whole point is signing him to a, let's just again say, six-year, $50 million – I would say you only have a couple years to really take advantage of that, a few years to take advantage of that then. because He'll be that, gone after that. Yeah, because if he plays to the level that we all expect, he's going to get a bigger contract elsewhere. So if the reason that you're signing him to, to a deal like that is to kind of take advantage, if you will, then I don't think you go on a full-on rebuild at that point. No. Because why, then what's the point of that? Why would you get rid of Burns? Right. I mean, if you only got a few years to do it, you might as well keep Burns. Mm-hmm. And this is Burns' last year of his deal, though, right? For, yeah, arbitration eligible, so. Yeah. I wonder what he's – well, then again, if, if Burns has a year like last year, maybe that number isn't as big as we'd expect. Uh, arbitration can't go down. Right. So, but, but for a long-term contract, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So. But then again, if he – if it's a year like last year, do you really want to overpay to continue with that? <laughs> right. I just that, and then you know, with this, if he's going to be opening a roster, then you've got to decide on Freelich, Weimer, Mitchell, Yelich. There's Yel- two everyday starters over there. Yeah, Yelich might be. Does Yelich move out. to a DH to a first base? I I, I don't know. Yeah, that's... I don't think they'll move on from Freelich. No, he was he was great. Yeah. He was one of the best rookies in the league last year. Yeah, so there's going to be some other movement surrounding that too. Yeah, it'll be interesting. A good problem to have. Yeah, but I know there's a lot of Bruce fans last year wanted Jackson Cheerio called up, but it's this is kind of an interesting little nugget I think coming up here with this if they do sign him to a deal. Yeah, that'll bypassing be... AAA potentially. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because uh, I'm reading it a little bit here too. An extension could be significant in clearing a path to either an early call up. Uh, once Cheerio logs additional AAA time or a jump directly to opening day roster. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was actually surprised last year that they didn't bring him up the AAA. Mm-hmm. I mean, you thought part of that development, because they wanted to get him, I thought they wanted to get him up last year. So you, you would think the progression that, you know, by the All-Star break, maybe they would have moved him up, but yeah. Yeah, and they're saying, cool. they're, they're saying it's a record-setting contract extension, so that six-year $50 million that we've been kind of using, probably more than that if they're saying record. 660 maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's a That's, problem I wish I would have had, Dan, mm-hmm. at, what, 19 years old? Right, yeah, 19. Jesus. <laughs> this is And this was a kid, too, like, you know, when he was first drafted. It wasn't like a Bryce Harper no. or Griffey Jr., you know, where you were like, oh, yeah, right away he's going to be there. He just kind of exploded on the scene right away. Yep. But I don't know. I'm really – and winter meetings are coming up here for, for the Brewers where a lot of trades and signings happen Yep. Uh, in the next week or so. So I'm really – I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't have a good gauge either way. I don't. It'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
spring training is right around the corner. It I is. I mean, pitchers and catchers report in February. As, don't they? as soon as uh, like Christmas is over with, it's like baseball mm-hmm. mode already. So, yep. especially after the Super Bowl, right? You go right absolutely, there, so. absolutely. All right, dude. Well, it's good to catch up with you again, man. Good talking to you, Bruda. Appreciate it. Uh, for those of you, don't forget, be a friend, tell a friend uh, to follow and subscribe to the uh, to the pod. Give it a five star rating and a review. Plus, now we've got uh, got to get you on there. Well, I know you're on there, but more active. We got our Facebook group. Yeah. So we can get some. I already uh, asked a question on there. Yeah, you got some responses. Oh, did I? Yeah. Uh, the track. Pay attention. You're like hey, an dude, administrator w- on hey, there. So. so we do this pod quite early. Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, it's not like we can sit here and crack beers. That would make it really fun and really long. I don't know if people would want to hear it that. But Maybe they would. Yeah, it's early, man. I went to bed early. I was in bed at like 8.30 last night. I wish I was falling asleep at that. I'm tired. Yeah. Well, you got your go-go juice there, El Capitano. Yep. Uh, thank you for having me, yeah, my brother. But uh, Great again, times. don't forget, get to uh, get to that Facebook group. It's on our page, the group. So that way we can have topics. And, and the name of the group is? Man Cave Conversations. Absolutely. All right. See you, buddy. You just change it. I did like three times. I love it. (laughs) Thanks, brother. See you, bud. Great times.